0: Next.
1: next?
0: Welcome to the club. This is a show dedicated to helping singers, songwriters, and indie artists like you. Create leverage in the music business. We want you to win. This podcast exists to help give you information, motivation, and education so that you can create better leverage, become a better artist, become a better writer. And that's why we called it The Climb. C-L-I-M-B means creating leverage in the music business. Brilliant. Thank you. I want to introduce my co-host, Mr. Brent Baxter. Brent's an award-winning hit songwriter with cuts by Alan Jackson, Randy Travis, Lady Antebellum, Joe Nichols, and more. And what I love about Brent is he helps songwriters turn pro by teaching the art, the craft, and the business of songwriting. And you can find Brent at songwritingpro.com. Once again, that's songwritingpro.com.
2: Hey, and I'd like to introduce you to my co-host, Johnny Dwinell. John, John, Johnny owns Daredevil Production. hes I'm a lyricist. I don't get in front of the microphone very often. Anyway, Johnny is a, owns Daredevil Production. It's an innovative artist development company. They help you find your sound, and they help you find your audience. Not only do they develop and improve your artistry, they also grow and monetize your fan base, creating cash flow. <laughs> Daredevil has worked with Luke Cage and Jessica Jones and Iron. F- oh, wait. Wrong Daredevil. Okay. Has worked with multi platinum artists like Colin Rae, Tracy Lawrence, Ty Herndon, and Andy Griggs, just to name a few. And that joke is never going to get old. I'm just going <laughs> to throw it out every, every once in a while. Anyway, you can find Johnny at daredevilproduction.com. That's production singular no S. Why no S? Because there is only one
0: Johnny Duane. Woo! Thank Lord for that. How you doing, brother?
2: I'm other than being not able to talk. I'm good, but a I think I'm be all right. Little a little bit, but that's all, That's all right. I don't have to carry this episode. I'm the one having it's a, a coffee episode. What
0: are you doing? Yeah, what's going on? Like, you're I'm drinking dehydrated. water. Let me
2: drink some more water. Yeah,
0: you need to. You need to rehydrate. Mm. This. So there hey, Title of this episode here: Happiness drives everything. Hmm. It's all that about your deep. happiness. Sounds deep, Johnny. Sounds deep, sounds simple at the same time, right? Mm-hmm. So it does. We're going to talk about how to put some stuff in perspective so that you can uh, navigate these waters as good as you can it, it, to the best of your ability, let's say that. Mm-hmm. But before we do that, I think we should read a couple of new reviews. Ah, reviews. Love them. Yes. Except-
2: Except when they're four stars. I'm just kidding. There's only been one of those. <laughs> <That's> right. <laughs> all right. You ready? You want to go first? You want me to go first? You go first. All right. Let me go first. All right. This one is a nice five star review from Ty Divine. And it says Songwriters need this. Two exclamation points. Count of one, two. It says, I just started listening to these and I'm going to listen to all of them. Thank you. Great useful information that is presented in such a fun way. Johnny and Brent communicate so well. Well, that's ironic considering I can't talk today. So well to each other and the listener. I learned so much. Songwriters and songwriter wannabes, turn it on and be a sponge. Thank you, Ty. That was a divine review. I appreciate Thank you, it. Ty. She's she's a sweetheart. We actually uh, we had a, a, a coaching session not long ago, and so I got to hang out with her for a couple hours online, oh, cool. and it was fun. Good Go good song It was a good time So thank you so much For the review
0: Awesome And clearly she wrote that Before she listened To this episode So
2: there, Exactly
0: <laughs> <laughs> So uh, I've got one here From Happy Ron And the title It's a five star review And the title nice. is Finally Something different to say Having been to a ton Of music workshops I find this podcast Gives information That is different And interesting Plus it's well produced For a podcast Friendly and to the point so. Nice, thank you. Happy Ron, we're happy
2: that you're happy, Ron. Happy. <laughs> Ron. <laughs> I had to do it. I had there, to do it.
0: Yeah, there we go. <laughs> I
2: think uh, I think Ron's been active in the uh, some of the Facebook communities, so it's nice to see him over here. And I oh, is, that, well. is it that Ron? I think it's that same happy Ron. Ron, if that's you, say hi yeah. in the uh, in the group. Say it's me. <laughs> say it's me. I'm I'm happy everywhere. So it's not. And he just said it's well produced for a
0: podcast. I'm not. I'm gonna. I'm gonna go with my glasses half full and just take that as. as, I'm gonna say you know what, it's awesome. It it is a podcast, so thankfully he
2: didn't say it's well produced for a four year olds. You know, bunk bed. (laughs) Play or something. So, well-produced for a podcast, spot on. That's exactly what we're aiming for. We're going to run with that.
0: (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) But hey, we're well over uh, 30,000 downloads at this point, so we want to thank you for that as well. It means uh, everybody's, first of all, getting some value from it, feel like they're getting enough value that they want to share it, that they want to uh, turn their friends on to it because they might think they're going to find some value from it, too. That's the best right there. I mean, that just makes makes all this worthwhile when we're up here late at night after a full workday pounding these things out because um it, it it's uh when we get feedback like that it's awesome so thank you so much as always if you like it uh share comment leave a rating and review as you just witnessed we will certainly read it over the air we try to read them all and uh and we go on from there and we try to continue to improve right amen amen we might even read and make fun of your review On the air. That's right. (laughs) So, uh, all right. So I'm, you know, a podcast junkie. And uh, certainly, I I just, I read a lot of different blogs, podcasts. Uh, One of my favorite sort of motivational speakers is Gary Vaynerchuk. This is not a surprise. This is where this podcast episode is born from. It's a quote. I'm going to read a quote it is um, Gary Vaynerchuk. One of the reasons I like him, by the way, is because he swears like a sailor, and I do too, but I don't on this podcast. So um, I'm not going to, but you'll have to implement. You can input, you'll know what the words were supposed to be. Okay. Right. But I'm going to keep this clean. So we keep our <laughs> rating clean. It is a family show. <laughs> right. Brent's sister's listening. Darn it. And exactly. I <laughs> but so, so here's the quote because this is, this is fantastic. Talk about putting stuff in perspective. By the way, Gary Vaynerchuk, if you don't know who he is, uh, is an immigrant from Eastern Europe. His, uh, from a world where both his grandfathers, uh, maternal and paternal grandfathers, I believe, were put into prison just for being Jewish. Yeah, and they were old, uh, they were, came over from Russia. His family I, did. I well, it's Russia. Eastern Europe. Is it Russia? I'm not I sure think if it's... A, so. Yeah. Maybe. I think okay. Maybe, yeah. And, uh, and he took a small family business wine store in Jersey and blew it up into like this multi, multi-million dollar deal using Twitter and just learning new ways to connect with people and to sort of jam with people online. So I love him. I love his perspective. I love his outlook. And, and that's what I want to share with you guys today. So we're we'll going to start off the episode with this. Here's the quote. I'm not some great philosopher. This is simple S. That's an expletive. Okay. One at tank. back. This is it. You're going to die. Like, I don't understand. H- here's what I don't understand. I want to talk about complaining. I want to talk about complaining. If you are making your own bed and you have to sleep in it, you need to shut your effing mouth. You're more than welcome. I've met hundreds of people who left their jobs making good money when they had college debt, at 18% compounded interest because they needed their mental health to be happy. They were willing to take a step back and in a 7-year period they won because happiness drives everything. You collectively aren't patient enough. Your lack of patience is killing you. Your need of things is killing you. I don't need an effing watch. I don't need an effing whip. I need to be happy. One effing at bat, Gary Vaynerchuk.
2: Flipping, flipping. One flipping one, at bat. One flipping. One at
0: fantastic bat. at bat. And that's right. So, this got me thinking. You know, you're not taking enough responsibility for your happiness. Mm-hmm. You're not taking, which, by the way, means you're not taking enough responsibility for your artistry. Because I'm yeah. assuming that's what makes you happy, or you wouldn't be. Listening to this podcast and and interested in improving it, right?
2: Mm. Right. If your artistry makes you unhappy, stop listening. <laughs> <laughs> right? And, go, go and you'll be happier.
0: And and there's nothing wrong with if you're not taking your artistry seriously enough, uh, unless you're frustrated with where your artistry is. Yeah. Right. Then then that means that you're an artist, even if it's a even if it's a hobby thing. I mean, my dad is a marine. Uh, he's not a life lifelong Marine, he's a businessman, but he toured Vietnam, and I was raised in that, the Marine household. You know, like, listen, mm-hmm. there's, 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 do it right the first time. And if you're not going to do it good, then don't bother doing it at all. That was like, or... You get the marine boot up your keister, and and there were there's complications involved, you know. <laughs> but so that's just I listen. I was raised that way, but a lot of people weren't. And so I want to share this. Like if you're reading this, if you're listening to my voice right now, you're blessed to be in a country where you are allowed to listen to this. You're fortunate enough to own a computer to have a smartphone to receive this information. Right? We have a lot of people where um, sometimes the media and uh, certain, uh, certain big, big forces can skew perspectives. Okay. The, the 99%. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of people that are 99% that are complaining about being 99%. They feel disenfranchised. They feel like they're getting screwed over. And a lot of times, artists and songwriters can feel that way, right? Like well, they're getting held down. Right, like the man's holding you down or something. Well, Mm -hmm. I want to remind you of something a little perspective here. 50% of this planet, which is over 3.5 billion people, live on less than $2 per day. That's less than a thousand bucks a year. Okay, so if you're at the very, very bottom of the 99% and you have. A smartphone so that you can hear this, or a computer so that you can hear this. Um, Welcome to actually,
1: the one percent. <laughs> yeah, you're actually in the
0: one percent of the world. <laughs> yeah, you are in the one. You are at a place where people like Gary Vaynerchuk, where he came from, where his family emigrated from, uh, immigrated from. Excuse me. Um, is they were happy to be here because it was terrible over there. They didn't get to have freedom of choice. They didn't get to, as flawed as it is, and it is flawed, Lord knows, but this is, you're in the 1%. You make more than over, than most people on this planet, even Mm -hmm. if you're poor here. And I want to say this because I want you to stop complaining right now, and I want you to be grateful. Let's start with things that you can be grateful for. Uh, You have four trillion to one chance of being a human being is that redundant (laughs) being a human being Um, if your parents had sex three minutes later or three minutes before you wouldn't be here out of millions of little swimmers you won the lottery and became a human being you got the chance so so no matter what else happens in your life you started off a winner that's astonishing isn't it <laughs> Isn't that start? Like if you think about it like that, that is astonishing, right? So not only that, not only are you just breathing, living a human being, and you're in a position to make a difference, but God gave you an artistic gift to share with the world. Mm-hmm. And we need to be grateful for the fact that we're frustrated because we're struggling to get paid for that gift, rather than struggling to find food. Struggling mm-hmm. to get out of prison because of a religion that we believe in, struggling mm-hmm. to turn a pair of freaking two-liter soda bottles into shoes. Mm-hmm. I've seen pictures of that. Um, that's a lot of gratitude, right? We've just yeah, got to I mean, start from gratitude. Brand, you weigh in on this because you're the king of this. Like you're the most grateful person I've ever met. That's why I love you. No, uh, well, thank you. I mean, it's you know, we have good problems in this country everyone
2: listening to this probably has good problems you know if you hate your boss well it means you got a job you, got what you know? Hate. Yeah. <laughs> if if you're fighting with your wife you got if you're fighting with your spouse it means you got a spouse <laughs> you know that's what, if the rents do you got a roof over your head you know if you got a day job and you're struggling i mean like johnny said at least you're you're struggling to, to make this leap and to get paid for doing something you love at least Man, at least you got a job. At least you're getting paid right now for something, and not everybody has that. And a lot of people would like to be where you are, and it's frustrating. I know it's frustrating. I you know every every kind of level of writing and, and all this stuff has its own level of frustration. But just like you know what, if if you're breathing, you got a chance. You know, you can you can make progress, and that's really where I think a lot of happiness comes from. Uh, some stuff I've read is. It's not so much where you are, but it's the feeling of making progress. Yeah. It leads to a lot of a lot of fulfillment. And I can look back on my life and, and feel that way too. Like I'm not where I want to be, but man, I'm I'm moving that direction. I'm moving forward. Yeah. If you focus on that, focus on on process, focus on the journey. I mean, I end a lot of my blogs and, and stuff with enjoy the journey. Love that. Because that's the only thing you're guaranteed of having. You're not guaranteed of any particular destination. Yeah. Other than the graveyard.
0: You know, that's That's the only destination that you're guaranteed. (laughs) (laughs) guaranteed. Right. Between now and then. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It's going to be what you make of it, which leads me right into this. I mean, what exactly if you're listening to my voice right now, what exactly are you doing to take the next step towards pursuing your happiness? You know what Gary Bain, what Gary Vee is what the Vaynerchuk is the last name, he's affectionately referred to as Gary Vee. What he was saying about his own bed is true. Stop complaining because I promise you that your status among the professional artist community and the consumer's awareness or lack of awareness of your art is a direct result of the time and attention that you've put towards it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and that's put the time and attention you've put towards making it. And refining it, and also marketing it, mm-hmm. they're all together there. And some of us get frustrated because you know we have that. We talked about that in a prior uh, episode where you've got that taste. You hear. What it should be like in your head, and you're trying mm-hmm. to close the gap. But the only way to close the gap is from real work. And and I promise that if you put the time in, and really, really put the time in, you're gonna win. And when I say that you're gonna win, to quote my good friend Brent Baxter here, it you're you're going to feel satisfied from a sense of progress. Mm-hmm. You're gonna find that happiness, you know. So, you know what I find and Brent. Um, I, you and I both struggle with this in our careers Um, you know when you commit to being a student of the game you stop complaining you stop passing blame you stop creating excuses and you start honestly asking questions and looking at ways to improve your situation to craft your life in the way that you want to craft it and are you willing are you really willing to take a step back sometimes it's hard to do right hmm it's hard to do to move forward um, I mean Brent you're I'll give you a shout out right now like okay so I know you've done this with your career I know you you've done this you're doing this with your personal situation right now you're I mean mm-hmm. you're you know you're improving your life by getting these two kids from China that you just now when this drops you will be back I think right um, uh, probably yeah probably so or Close to it. We come back on the uh, yeah. So we come back on the second of March. So you'll be so, back when this yeah, when this episode yeah. airs. You you will be back, but that's taking. Let me tell you, Johnny, That jet lag is killing. <laughs> but you're. I mean, financially, is a big... Maybe you're going to take a financial step back a little bit to mm-hmm. take ten steps forward and spiritually, emotionally. Uh, yeah. helping kids, improving your family growing as a family, growing your relationship with your wife and your kids are going to see with their own eyes from actions that you do, they're watching and they're going to see this is this is what life is about helping other people, right, and doing that mm-hmm. I mean this is, but you've got to be willing to take that step back, right, you've got to be willing to make right. that sacrifice
2: Oh yeah, yeah, I mean our, our standard of living is financially most likely going to take a hit <laughs> I mean yeah. we expect it to you know, Unless God intervenes and does something else. But yeah, we expect that too. But you know, we're excited about it because that's, that's what we're called to do. And it's going to be well worth it. It's been worth it so far just to watch God work in that and the, the feeling of progress and, and growth and going, this is this is really cool, some of the stuff we've seen. But it was, it was risky.
0: Yeah, and, see, Started,
2: and it's about the journey, no, right? It's about we, that journey. Nothing's guaranteed. You don't know how it's going to end up when we're like, okay, yeah, let's adopt. Uh, See, I had no idea we were going to be here. We thought maybe if we go to China maybe like a little girl, a little baby girl. that's what you think you know adopting from China think little babies and little girls. And right now I'm the proud father of uh, a 13 year old and a seven year old boys. right <laughs> like, those are neither little babies nor girls. Yeah. <laughs> so you don't know where it's going to go, but it's been it's been a great journey.
0: And it's about that journey, because you figured that out. you know. But you've got to be willing to make that sacrifice. You've got to be willing to take that step back, right? Like, mm-hmm. I mean, uh, listen, everybody out there, you got a good gig, maybe. You've got, you've got some things that are standing in your way of becoming uh, more of a professional songwriter or making a living as an artist. You're afraid of losing your stuff. You're afraid of losing your lifestyle, mm-hmm. you know? And I'm here to tell you, not so bad. Having Mm -hmm. lived through it right here, raising my hand in the air, it Mm -hmm. isn't so bad. It's actually liberating because you realize that. um
1: Hello, Pantheon podcast listeners. Christian Swain here to tell you more about my experience with Raycon earbuds. Our family now has three pairs of Raycon earbuds around the house. And my wife just grabbed a pair of the headphone pros to replace some headphones from a company that was double the price. And yes, she loves them.
0: You can be okay, you know. If you're not willing to lose anything, that's okay. It means that your art is going to be more of a hobby, if and there's nothing wrong with that, okay? Because because mm-hmm. that can bring you joy and bring you happiness. And but what is wrong is is complaining that you can't get your deal, or you can't get your professional recordings or you can't get your publishing deal, or you can't find your audience. When you know these are things that are tackled by Professional artists and not hobby artists, right? You gotta, you gotta be able to distinguish between the two. I mean, we, we do this every day for, for for artists at Daredevil Production. But I, you know, when I hear complaints about it, it, this reason or that reason that they can't find an audience, they can't get paid, they can't make great recordings, it makes my hair stand up.
2: I've seen it. I can see him right now, and his hair is standing up, actually. It's not just the gel.
0: They're excuses, you know? And, hey, again, yeah, son of a Marine, like, that I I wasn't afforded excuses as a kid. Mm-hmm. Like, there is there is no excuses. Like, we're either going to do this, or we're not. Like, so tell me right. if you're not going to do it, you better have a good reason, right? Sometimes mm-hmm. I got away with that, but mostly it was like, no, we're going to do this, <laughs> <laughs> and you're going to figure out how to get it done. But, you know, I'll, I'll ask them, like, what exactly, are, you know, are the issues that are prevent you, preventing you from, from tackling the challenges in your artist career and and to me this is this is like telling people saying I can't breathe you know there's seven billion people on this planet they're all breathing why can't you mm-hmm. why can't you do it you know why why are you looking for excuses why you know you take action and solve the problem you only get one shot like you said there's only one destination that's guaranteed you're gonna die mm-hmm. at some point it's all gonna be over you know and if you don't seriously step up on the happiness level of your life and sometimes that means stepping back momentarily to follow your dreams, to follow your bliss, to follow what truly makes you happy and what you where you think you can be effective. Um that's the regret that you're going to have on your deathbed. Mm-hmm. It's not going to be something that you did. It's going to be something that you didn't do for whatever it, reason that you didn't do it.
2: And, and I want to
0: encourage you listening to
2: you, you define your happiness. Yeah. You're listening to this, you're, you're an inspiring songwriter, singer, or indie artist. But that doesn't mean that you need to take on somebody else's dream. You know, we talk a lot about, you know, getting cuts or getting, you know, making a living from your artistry and stuff. You have to define if that's the right thing for you, if that's going to be your, your mode of happiness. Cause if it's not, for you, happiness may be taking a step back and go, I don't need to try and win a Grammy. I don't care. Right. I mean, that's making me miserable trying to chase this thing that isn't true to me. And another thing I think for happiness is don't tie your happiness to comfort or to things because mm. they're not going to get you anywhere. I mean, my wife and I have talked a lot about that lately, and God has really been bringing us along on that on – you know. Comfort keeps us from doing so many things we're supposed to do. The the fear of being uncomfortable. I, I have a nice house. I have a job. And if I quit this job to do this other thing or take this risk, then I may what was going to happen to my stuff? Well, eventually, you're going to die, and somebody else is going to have your stuff anyway. So, yeah, you know, it's it's stepping out and saying I'm not here to be comfortable.
0: Yeah, what and, and, but, of, but what part of being an artist is comfortable anyway? If you're a real artist, it's all about being uncomfortable.
2: Right. Then, stretching. Yeah. I mean, in a sense, I mean, because one of the most comfortable places for me on the planet is in the writing room because it's home. Right. Right. So in a sense, but I make myself uncomfortable there because I'm stretching. So it's kind of a, a, you know, paradoxical, I guess. It's where I'm comfortable because that's how God wired me to be creative. And when I'm in that space where I can do that, it's very comfortable. But then I make myself uncomfortable (laughs) by sitting down at times. I don't feel like it. I'm not sitting down inspired. I'm sitting down to get inspired. You know, we work on appointment up 10 o'clock time to go be inspired. And then also when you're in there and you're digging deeper and and your co-writers going, I think we can beat that. And you're like, oh, you do get uncomfortable.
0: Yep. But you gotta still step my it up. I mean, that brings me to the next point I mean, listen, I can personally testify that money, your house, watches, cars trips, restaurants, extra musical instruments, the latest recording gear your softball league, basketball league racquetball league, golf your credit score these are all completely worthless they mean nothing you find that out after you lose them, because then you lose the fear, but they don't define you you know these things don't define you. It's your happiness that defines you. It's your hap- When you meet somebody that's truly happy, it doesn't matter what they're doing. It does mm-hmm. not matter what their job is. It doesn't matter how much money they have. It does like you know. It's it, you just have an attraction for them. You can sense it. Mm-hmm. Before I got married, I went to uh, just that particular year. um... I was probably like eight different weddings or whatever which was like the most amount of weddings ever I've ever been to I think and it was all <laughs> yeah. like one year like every other weekend Ann and I were flying out to go to somewhere and they were almost all of them were out of the state in California or lived out in LA we went to some weddings where they had a lot of money there man you know yeah. and we went to some weddings where they scratched together this couple did what they, and you know the only thing that we laughed about when because it was such a joyous revelation was that what we remembered most about each of those weddings was this and this only. Were those two people supposed to be together? <laughs> were they, like, really happy? Because if they were really happy, it just didn't matter what was yep. going on. It was just a pleasure to be there. But if it wasn't, if it was awkward, if it was weird, that's what you remembered. And it didn't... The, uh-huh. the, the, whether the chicken tasted like rubber or not had no effect <laughs> on, yeah. on the memory. you know. So the same thing with your songs, the same thing with your career, right? I mean... Um, What other souls really see, um, you know, what they respond to—it's not your money. It's some people feel like security looks like this or tastes like that, but your true happiness is what they see. You know, they when and when you're really happy because you're making progress, because you're always on the journey. There is no destination other than the final destination. That's Mm -hmm. when you. That's when you sort of slip into really doing the work of being a better artist, of being a better parent, right? I mean, as a parent, are you, do you just? Do you have it all figured out? <laughs> <laughs> uh, especially at this moment in time? <laughs> no,
2: they don't even speak English yet.
0: <laughs> People are going to remember you for the way that you made them feel.
2: Mm-hmm. That's good because my kids aren't going to understand a single word I say. That's
0: right, and, then, than, and they're they're, they're going to be happy to be there, man. You know, and they're going to be so honored. They're going to be so grateful because of the way you made them feel, not because you got a Rolex, not because you have a Ferrari or a vintage fifty nine Les Paul. Yeah, you know, and think about like from your perspective. I mean, those freaking kids coming over from China from an orphanage in China. Mm-hmm. They, don't, they. You could show them a plastic gold watch, and they wouldn't be able to know the difference between that and a Rolex. It has no bearing on what they're going to think about you.
2: Yeah, I mean, they're just like, this is our room. Yeah, you know, we get we get super excited, and this is a little sidebar. But you know, we're you know, we added in a room to the house in, in our loft area, mm-hmm. and it's like, you know, so they got a closet, and you know, we started you know getting gathering clothes up and put it in there. It's like they don't have any. Clothes. Don't have any toys of their own. I mean, they get like kind of have an outfit, but you know they share so much in the orphanage. They don't really have their own stuff. What are they gonna think? You're gonna open up this closet, and they're like, "There's your clothes." And they're like, "What?" (laughs) Like just little things we take for granted. They're like, "I got a closet full of clothes," and you know we're not fancy by any means. I mean, it's coming in from friends and Goodwill and you know, outlet malls and that kind of stuff. You know, they have their own clothes. They have their own freaking clothes.
0: (laughs) These are mine. Those are yours. That's awesome. We got something to fight over now.
2: Awesome. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. At least in different sizes.
0: When you're really, really happy because you're doing what you were born to do, whatever that is, like like Brent said, you define your own happiness. Like when you were doing what you were born to do, you can't help but make other people happy you become the inspiration that all artists aspire to be. Right? I mean, I made I I I made decent money in business. I, I have a talent for that. I mean a lot of money in the financial industry. Um I I mean my monthly ad budget, not this isn't my overhead on my company, but my just my ad budget when we were rocking with the radio shows and everything was like three months of that probably more than most people listen to this podcast make in a year.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And, you know, it's, it's, it, it, that was just the ad budget. And then, you know, it all went away in 2008 and that's when I came mm-hmm. to the revelation of, you know, I just really need to be doing something that I want to do. Yeah. That I love to do because that, the, 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 it's the ups and downs guaranteed going to keep happening. Right, you know, with some other president that's going to be elected, you're not you're going to like him. You're not going to like him, so it's either going to be an up or it's going to be a down. And then it's going to swing back the other way. So if you were up, then you're going to be down. And money, the economy, like everything's going to go up and down. And and for me, like when I lost everything, I'm going to I'm going to share this with you. Like the like I lost, I lost a lot. I lost, you know, my house. I lost um, my wife and I split up. My savings, my my business went away. Everything that I would worked so hard to build. For a little while I lost my dignity my dignity, excuse me. Um, and for about a year, the scariest part lost my direction. Mm-hmm. I just wasn't sure what I was gonna do next, you know? And I never had that happen and in, in in faith in myself and, and uh that that God was gonna show me at some point, <laughs> the way, <laughs> yeah. uh, w- w- was what got me through. Like, I just had faith it was going to happen. But, you know, when I, when I moved back to Nashville uh, from L.A., I had nothing. I, I went from requiring, from moving from one house in L.A. to the house that I bought in L.A., and it required two trips with a full-on 24-foot U-Haul truck on both trips, moving from one house to the other. I couldn't believe how much crap we accumulated. And if you mm-hmm. moved, you you know this, right? Like, it's amazing right. how much you get. But when I came back to Nashville, one 10-foot box truck in my dog Scooter McGee, my Great Dane, and we, and we moved out. And I'm still getting rid of crap. A lot of old energy. I mean, I, on this... To, to create this company, I have hocked some of my prized guitars, amplifiers. I had a '68 Gibson Country Western acoustic, man. Uh, a first year PV Eddie Van Halen '5150 amp, which still stings to just read that because that was the first year they came out with them. That amp was so badass, dude. It was so killer. <laughs> and I, I I got rid of that '68 Marshall cabinet, four x twelve with the vintage 25 watt Greenback '60s reissue Vox AC 30 amplifier, which was killer. And I had a rare, like there was less than 50 made, 80s Sunburst Gibson ES-335. And these are just like the sexiest items that I got rid of because Mm -hmm. for my happiness- Right, because like it was important to me to be here right now, talking with you about this stuff, and being able to have the influence that I have over the artists that I have, and be able to work with some of the artists that I get to work with, and be able to 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 corroborate to, to collaborate with them, and and uh, and do what we're doing. I mean, I just believed in what I was doing, and I took that step back. and And you know, Gary Vaynerchuk said seven years later, "Well, I, I made my prom uh, myself a promise when I moved back here that." It f- after five years, if I look back on what I was doing, if I just didn't feel like I was really doing anything exciting or sexy, that I would just go sell insurance because I could do seven figures on that. I mean, I have that skill set, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but And I was definitely thinking I'm way too old for this crap, you know, like mm-hmm. to, to be doing this at my age. But uh, I, listen, I, I, th- here's what was important. I wanted to create Daredevil production. I wanted to learn how to market better. I wanted to crack the code. How are we going to get artists in front of people and get them to like the artists without radio? Because that Mm -hmm. was on the horizon, right? And the production thing, I just always loved that from the creative side of things. But, man, I worked Uber for, and you and I have had a lot of talks about this, Brent, for 18 Mm -hmm. months to pay the bills while this company grew. You know, I'd work Friday night after working a full week at the company, Friday night, i go work from 6 p.m. to 3 a.m. And then Saturday, 6 p.m. to 3 a.m. And then I would sleep for two hours and wake up at like 5 in the morning, go work 5 to noon on Sunday, taking lots of people to the airport, just mm-hmm. to cover the bills and, and grow the company. And the company was growing, so there was there was trajectory there, but it's, it's percentage, progress. you know? And yeah. when you started zero or minus money (laughs) it takes a while for that sort of percentage to start to mean something that's going to pay your bills you know right yeah and man look the step back i just went hard to the pain and so now like last november 5th was my five-year anniversary here back in nashville but really it's probably only about three years i've been hardcore working on the marketing Mm -hmm. and um man i it's connecting that code to connecting artists and fans and monetizing those fans to make a living for my artists is like something that I'm so passionate about, that I'm happy about. And that's what attracts more business for me. That's what, that's, that's what. I think helps uh, makes me be a contributor to this podcast, to my mm-hmm. blogs, and uh, it's something that I'm most proud of. And the money, we'll make that by accident, you know what I mean? But it's yeah. about doing what you love to do. And that, that's really the, the message that I had today. That's what I wanted to put across, because there's no greater feeling than winning at what you love and doing what you're born to do. And we want you to win at, and not live the dichotomy. Don't get caught up on that hamster trail, you know, on that hamster. Work. Amen of that. Yeah. Well, cool, man. Thanks for sharing
2: all that and just... Being open, being honest, and you know,
0: man, man, well, letting us know the deal. Both of us are pretty open and honest on this one, huh? <laughs> I, I fake it extremely well. But, uh, <laughs> I fake it so well. Well, hey, with that, guys, <laughs> uh, as always, I, you know, I got a best selling Twitter book. We give it away for free. If you don't already have it, it's at giftfromjohnny.com. That's J O H N N Y, giftfromjohnny.com. You can download the book, just tell us where to send it. And if you are you're starting to put the pieces of the puzzle together from listening to this podcast, and you need a little bit of direction, maybe you're feeling a little stuck, um, you're feeling a little frustrated, then you know what? When Brett and I were talking about happiness being progress, like feeling like you just took just even one step forward, that's a really good feeling, man. And it is. I'm available to you for. One-on-one consultations. Uh, hit me up at info at com. Remember, production is singular. And we'll talk about what is... Um, I- I'll take a look at everything. All your social media, your YouTube account, your, webs- your website, your web store, if you have one. And just... Listen to everything that you have on the board for planning out your ascension into being able to make a living and, and give you some honest feedback on it. Give you some good direction that'll be personalized rather than so generalized would be better for you. But um, with that, guys, that this podcast exists again because we want you to win. So we'll say keep on climbing. And we'll see you at the top.